0: إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم عبده ورسوله أرسله الله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره الكافرون ولو كره المشركون ولو كره المنافقون أما بعد فقد قال الله عز وجل في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون واعتصموا بحبل الله جميعا ولا تفرقوا وَاذْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ إِذْ كُنتُمْ أَعْدَاءً فَأَلَّفَ بَيْنَ قُلُوبِكُمْ فَأَصْبَحْتُمْ بِنِعْمَتِهِ إِخْوَانًا وَكُنتُمْ عَلَى شَفَى حُفْرَةٍ مِّنَ النَّارِ فَأَنْقَذَكُمْ مِنْهَا كَذَلِكَ يُبَيِّنُ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ آيَاتِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَهْتَدُونَ وَلْتَكُمْ مِنْكُمْ أُمَّةٌ يَدْعُونَ إِلَى الْخَيْرِ وَيَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَيَنْهُونَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ وقال عز وجل في مَقَامٍ آخر لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليهما عنتم حريص حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف رحيم فإن تولوا فقل حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في حديث سيدنا أنس بن, بن مالك رضي الله تعالى عنه الذي قال ألا أحدثكم حديثاً سمعته من رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يحدثكم أحد بعد سمعه منه قال صلى الله عليه وسلم إن من أشراط الساعة أن يرفع العلم ويظهر الجهل ويفش الزنا ويشرب الخمر ويذهب الرجال وَتَبْقَى النِّسَاءُ حَتَّى لِخَمْسِينَ امْرَأَةً قَيْمٌ وَاحِدٌ وَصَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ وَصَدَقَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ All praise to Allah, all praises to Allah who guided us to this, who guided us to Islam and to Iman, and to his Mubarak house on this Mubarak hour of this Mubarak day, of this Mubarak month, we've entered into the month of Muharram, which is also from the sacred months. And we were not to be guided, was it not that Allah had guided us? O Allah, to you is praise, as is commensurate with the majesty of your countenance and the greatness of your authority. O Allah, we do not limit you with any praise we can come up with ourselves. Rather, we admit that you're the only one who knows the true extent of your praiseworthiness. And may the peace and blessings of Allah ta'ala be upon his servant and messenger, our master Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasalam. May the peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon him and upon his noble companions, and upon his pure wives, and upon his mubarak and blessed family and progeny, and upon all of those who follow all of their way until the Day of Judgment. In the series of khutubat that we uh, have heard over the last several weeks, we talked about the importance of eschatology. Eschatology is a formal name for the knowledge regarding the end of the world, how the world is going to end. And in the last khutbah we talked about, the fact that no matter how bleak the description of the last days will be, in the book of Allah Ta'ala and in the sunnah of the messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, even just the fact that we know that this world is going to end, itself is bleak enough. No matter how bleak that description may be, That there are a set of people from this ummah who are on task, who are doing what Allah commanded them to do, and who will continue to receive the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And their good work is not going to be frustrated, nor nor will it be wasted until the Day of Judgment. Today I wanted to cover some of those descriptors of those ahwal, those conditions of the world that will become ghalib, that will overwhelm the world before the major events that are described in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu start to take place. Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu narrates in a hadith uh, which is included by Imam Muslim in his sahih. He says, Shall I not tell you uh, about a statement of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, that nobody else heard from him, and no one else after me will be able to uh, convey to you directly. He said, From the portents of the last hour are that knowledge shall be taken away. What yadhhar al-Jahl. Here, the duhur of Jahl, it doesn't just mean that. Ignorance will become manifest One of the meanings of dhuhr is what? Ghalaba And this is corroborated by Another narration In which The Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says Ignorance will become firm Ignorance will become firm Simple things about the deen People will not know anymore And people will make Simple opinions That will go against the foundational principles of Islam and they will act like it's not even a big deal it's not a problem we have now we have now the situation where leaders of the muslim community will say things leaders quote unquote leaders of the muslim community will say things like i support the right of a man to marry a man and a woman to marry a woman they have they'll say things like i support for example, uh, uh, the right to blaspheme the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. These things, first of all, they're not right. And the purpose of me mentioning this is not that you should go and bash people because of their sins. But we have a principle that what? If a person does something, it's a personal and mor- personal moral failing of their own. As long as that person acknowledges that this is wrong, this is a sin, and they continue to ask forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, iman, the faith inside of their heart is preserved, it's safe once they start to justify the bad thing that they're doing, not only is their faith in danger, they don't even have to do that sin anymore. Their faith gets in danger. In that sense, for example, drinking wine is haram. Drinking wine is not only a sin if a person does it, but if a person believes that it's permissible, that person leaves the pale of Islam. So in that sense, the drunkard who acknowledges the wrongness of what he's doing has a superior station in Islam then the person who doesn't drink never tasted a drop of alcohol in his life, but says, "You know, I don't really think it's that big of a deal.". And all types, all types of zina will become proliferated amongst people. And this is not only mashallah, alhamdulillah, but Allah's father. we are pure people. Our fathers were pure and our grandfathers and our forefathers before them were pure. Our mothers were pure women and our grandmothers and, and, and mothers before them were pure women. Inshallah, inshallah, if someone in this majmah has slipped up at some point or another, they made tawbah and they live a clean life. And a majority of us, I suspect, are people who have never gone there before. But the issue is that the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu teaches us something about zina. That it's not just the act of intercourse, the illicit act of intercourse between a man and a woman. Rather, there's another hadith in Sahih Muslim, which is what? That the zina of the eye is to look at the haram. that The zina of the ear is to listen to the person is haram for you to listen to. That the zina of the hand is the touch. The zina of the feet is to walk to, the, to, 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 to that meeting and to that desire that a person has. tamanna wa وَتَشْتَهِيُ and the heart has this hope. The zina of the heart is what? Is that it has this hope and this dream and this desire. tashtahi, And it burns with passion for something. And then after that, the Messenger of Allah ﷺ says that the private parts. They will either confirm the zina of all of these limbs, or they will deny it. And if a person says in this majmah, I have never, alhamdulillah, had illicit relations with a person of the opposite gender. The fact of the matter is that zina by this definition of the sunnah is proliferated. Our eyes are attacked with it. Our ears are attacked with it. We are caused to remember and think about it again and again. It's the only thing that people talk about. And we don't follow the deen of the Nasara where they say that, you know, uh, the relations between man and a woman is always a sin and it's evil and uh, it's original sin and every child is born in sin. That's an opposite extremism. But this is the nature of extremism, that the pendulum, if it swings too hard to one side, it will necessarily swing too hard to the other side. So those are the ones who say that it's a sin. Those are the ones who are the most indecent when it comes to this. Whereas the deen of Islam is what? That a person should get married young, that a person should get married and fulfill their desire in a halal way, and then afterward not let this uh, uh, desire overwhelm them. But this is not only the condition here. This is a condition in many of the countries of the Muslim world that have been quote-unquote modernized al-khamru, And alcohol will be consumed. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, is the one who says what? Who says that the sin of the one who sells it is like the sin of the one who consumes it. And we have this disease in our community that the sale of, the sale of illicit things to drink, intoxicants, is an issue that our community is unfortunately known for. And a person can only drink so much beer in a day, but a person can sell hundreds of times that amount in the same day. And men, they're gone. Men are gone. What does that mean? There are males, but there's a difference between being a Rajul and just being a man. Rujula is a, a, a maqam of virtue. It is a station of virtue in the Deen of Islam that you are one of the people who makes sidq of your ahad with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are true to your covenant with the Lord. A man takes care of his wife, a man pays the rent, a man takes care of his children, a man pays for his children. Not every marriage is going to work out. But even in divorce, even in anger between husband and wife, a man doesn't take wrong advantage of his wife, even if she takes advantage of him. It happens, it happens both ways. Some people like to mention it one way, some people like to mention it the other. It happens both ways. But from manly virtue, is what? Bima faddalallahu ba'adhum ala ba'ad. The rijal are qawwamuna عَلَىٰ النساء. Why? Because the maqam, the rank of being a man, is that you forego your right before you ask a woman to forego her right, before you ask children to forego their rights. In this very masjid, not one, many cases, many cases come. Where a woman will complain that the rent is not being paid. We're getting eviction notices. We're uh, uh, not able to buy food. We have to go to this place to get assistance for food. And the husband has the money. It's one thing if people are poor because they're, uh, because they're they're working or trying to work and they're not able to make ends meet. That's different. The person who's a failure is not the person who fails. The person who's a failure is the one who doesn't try. But this is something that parallels, it mirrors what's happening in general society. That rates of marriage are declining. And men and women, their relationship with one another is no longer one of responsibility. Neither do women feel responsibility to their husbands, nor men to their wives, nor do they feel responsibility to each other that they need to commit to one another. No one to take care of the elderly, no one to take care of the children, no one to take care of the women. They're still there. But the men who st- the males who will stand and be a man and take responsibility for their uh, families, they're gone. To the point where the Nabi Wasallam says that there will be one person, one man who will have to take care of 50 women. This doesn't mean that there's going to be one male and 50 females and that all the males are going to die off. What does it mean? It means that the other 49 will be clocked out and they'll be out to lunch. There's a hadith from Sayyidina Abu anhu that says that the end of times are going to be what? The zaman That time will fly and nobody will say, oh, look how, many, how the years went by. Nobody will, uh, nobody will know because there's no barakah in time. ilm And knowledge will be taken away from people. وَتَظْهَرُ fitan Because of that, what will happen? Trials and tribulations will come one after the other. You will see. You will see that people are greedy. Everybody is stingy. And haraj will become widespread. The Sahaba asked the Messenger of Allah وسلم, He said, alayhi wa sallam, killing. People will kill one another in great numbers." Now, one of the reasons for mentioning these hadiths is what? Is this is a process. The last day doesn't come until what? Until all the goodness is gone from people and only bad, badness remains, evil remains, evil people remain. It's such a high level that they overwhelm the good that's there. There will be good like we mentioned last week, but it will be overwhelmed. If the sign of the end of days is that zina will be proliferated, all of us should look in our own life, how do we cut it out? If you're not committing fornication in haqiqatan, Literally, then how can you cut it out from your eyes and from your ears? Because it's a sliding scale, a person crosses the line, they don't even know how it's going to happen. If the sign of the end of times is that men are not going to be responsible for their families anymore, we should look in our own lives and see, are we, are we getting the job done? Are we responsible? You don't have to provide your children with like a new phone every year, or ever for that matter. You don't have to provide your wife and kids with like a luxury car or a vacation to Disneyland every year. But am I taking care of their needs? al ilm. What does this mean that knowledge will be taken away from people? You know, one of the most revolutionary acts that a person can do in Islam, in Islam is what? Is to sit down, crack a book, open and read. Sit down, crack the book of Allah Ta'ala, open and read. The tilawa, the ritualized recitation of the Qur'an is important. You should learn tajweed and do that. It's an act of worship. But I'm talking about learning. I'm not saying anything bad about that. That's the thing people should do it. Mashallah, our uncles, they sit in the morning in fajr before COVID very regularly and they would do that. Sit at the feet of the ulama, the people of learning. Sit, read the translation of the Qur'an, read the tafsir of the Qur'an. Even my Arab brothers and sisters, it's a different language that's in the Qur'an than the language that we speak at home. Read the opinions of the ulama with regards to it. Read the commentaries of hadith of the Prophet wasallam. Read what the fuqaha have said. Read what the mutakallimun and the, the ulama of aqidah have said. It's a revolutionary act. Literally, what does it do? It brings khair, it brings nur and barakah into the ummah of the Prophet wasallam. We have a choice to defend all of these things. When a person finds themselves, when a person finds themselves stingy, shuh, shahih, Give something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the hadiths narrated about the last days is that people, the rich people will sit with each other, Someone, a beggar will come and ask them for something, and they can give them. But instead of giving them, what do they do? They say, come back, come back tomorrow. Not because something is going to change tomorrow, but just to put them off. Sayyidina Anas bin Malik radiallahu anhu, he narrates also, Allah, Allah. This is also hadith of Sahih Muslim. That the last hour, the day of judgment, will not be established until there's nobody left in this earth who says Allah Allah. Why did the Messenger of Allah وسلم, say this expression, Allah Allah? It implies that there's repetition, that someone is sitting to make the dhikr of Allah ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says in his book, Wavkurismarab wa Take the name of your Lord, say Allah's names. Asma'ul Husna, he has the most beautiful of names. Make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah wa allahu akbar, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah, subhanallah bihamdihi, subhanallah al Spend some time repeating the adhkar, repeating the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We've come to an age where this is considered a joke by people. It's considered to be a waste of time. In fact, the hilaq al-dhikr that used to be in the masajid have been thrown out of the masjid in many places. Why the hatred of this thing? There's shade in it. There's beauty in it. Can you imagine a person makes dua to Allah Ta'ala? What more beautiful dua can a person say than Allah, Allah? Like a baby. You, may, you know what a baby is? Baby is dependent on the mother. Baby loves the mother. When the baby says mama, from the tone of voice of the baby, the mother knows exactly what her baby needs. How many of us have so many problems, we don't even know what our problems are. Allah knows what they are. How many of us have needs? And we complain and cry to everybody about them. Except for the one who can do something about it. These are all signs of the last day. And we can ward them off through what? Through uh, 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 taking, the, uh, taking these measures to mitigate the description that's given. Uh, and because of time, I will read one last uh, author. There's more material. Inshallah, one day we get a chance to sit and make mudhakar of these things in detail. It's narrated by Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas anhuma, in a longer hadith in which he describes the signs uh, before the coming out of the Dajjal, the false messiah. He says that the sign of his going out is the people's leaving, commanding to that which is right and forbidding that which is evil. And them taking lightly the spilling of blood and the wasting of, the wasting of hukum. Hukum means what? That they don't get together and do anything uh, in any sort of orderly fashion. Hukum means what? They don't follow leadership, nor are they able to control anything because they can't do anything together. Uh, and that they consume the money of riba. وشيدوا البنا, وشيدوا البنا. They build buildings that are really fancy. They're more concerned with building uh, buildings that are fancy. And the consumption of wine... In the taking of singing girls, وَاتَّخَذُ qiyan Singing girls. And what is it? Everybody has like their iPhones and iTunes and Allah what they're listening to in their phones. And we don't even think of it as a sin anymore. And the wearing of silk. <coughs> and, uh, 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 and the breaking of oaths and covenants that they make a promise, business deals, etc. And they don't mind breaking them. And they learn about Islam, but not for the pleasure of Allah, for some dunyawi reason and they spend money excessively and lavishly uh, or, or ornamenting their masajid but their hearts are empty of any uh, sort of guidance and they cut off their relationships with one another and you have a great number of Qur'an reciters, fancy Qur'an reciters and very few people who understand the deen a fancy, a great number I've, I've seen people when they I recite, Billah they recite Qur'an operatically it's so beautiful and then when you look at their conduct iyyadu billah? They have no concern for deen. And they will leave enforcing the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the men will start to resemble the women. And the women will start to resemble the men. And the men will suffice one another for their uh, carnal desires. And the women will suffice one another for their carnal desires. At that time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise the Dajjal, the false messiah. فَسُلِّطَ عَلَيْهِمْ that he will uh, be have power over them, hatta minhum, until he takes vengeance for them for this evil that they have perpetrated. Allah subhanahu wa taala protect us. Allah taala give us a tawfiq to make toba and walk the path of righteousness. And even if the entire qong goes to fasad, make us from those people who are lahirina al Haq, the people who stay manifest and firm on the on the truth, and that resist this evil way. It's a way of every generation preached about this and listened about it and took these things seriously and took steps in their lives to mitigate these evil effects and Allah protected them. Allah give us also tawfiq of taking heed like our forefathers did. وصلى الله تعالى على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم لسائر المسلمين فاستغفره إنه هو الغفور الرحيم